As we're getting closer to the new year and you're starting to really formulate that vision, you're starting to eliminate some of those limiting beliefs, um, what I want you to focus on now is what gives you energy. And uh, just to kind of recap you guys, I'm recording this series on a big trip to and from California, uh, from Oregon to Napa and back in a, in a few days. And uh, right now I'm driving back north, amazing, beautiful blue sky today. And uh, in about 45 minutes, I'm gonna be meeting with my family at the airport and then we're gonna be flying to Scottsdale for a half marathon that my wife's running. So we're all gonna go down there and cheer her on. I meet up with some friends, some customers down there, and then we're gonna fly back right before Thanksgiving. So the time that I'm recording this right now is the time that you guys will probably wanna start thinking about a lot of these items. You know, whether you're listening to this the next year, five years or 10 years from now, it pretty much applies no matter what year we're going into. And you don't have to do it the new year, right? That's one of the biggest, the biggest kind of pet peeves I've got is that oftentimes people, myself included sometimes, wait until this this magical thing happens at the new year that, that triggers us to wanna to make ourselves better, right? Um, and I'd love for you guys to, if you guys catch yourself mid-year uh, getting discouraged or in a slump or you just wanna have a reset, awesome, do it mid-year if you have to, do it mid-year, okay? Whenever you feel like you're not on a trajectory of momentum and you don't have a clear plan and you're not crazy pumped about exactly where you're going with, 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 uh, you know, with clarity, then you probably should go through this process, okay? So what I wanna talk about today, last time we talked about limiting beliefs and getting rid of those, uh, time before that, we talked about the the, uh, the vision story, and those are gonna be big, big biggies if you guys have not gone through those episodes yet that I uh, put out over the previous weeks. This week, I'm gonna be talking about pie, okay? So personal impact and energy. What is pie? What is personal impact and energy? Uh, one thing that, as I was going through my journey once again, back in 2010, 11, 12, uh, when I was, I guess you could say, trying to, trying to kind of find myself, right? Trying to find my mission, trying to find what I loved to do that I was really good at. A mentor of mine named Greg, uh, Greg Clement, good friend of mine, uh, he challenged me. He said, he said, he said, I heard this concept from a guy named Dan Sullivan and Dan Sullivan calls it unique ability. Now, You've heard this from lots of different people in lots of different ways. Unique ability, what is your superpower, things like that. And the cool thing about how I heard it this time, y'all, was it's a little bit different because superpower before to me, it felt like, oh, okay, so what's something you're insanely good at, right? Like what's something you're insanely, insanely good at? Uh, which is great, which is great. That, that probably is some sort of a superpower. But I was kind of getting that mixed up. I was getting superpower mixed up with stuff that gave me energy right uh, or, or the other way around and so i started to do stuff that people would tell me i was really really good at people were telling me man you're really good at this thing they would pay me really well for that thing uh, but the problem was i wasn't really recognizing that it was just draining my energy at the end of the day it was something that i was really good at and sometimes in the moment i enjoyed doing some of the craft but in general it wasn't natural it felt like pulling teeth for me it just it just was was energy draining at the end of the day and so when I, when I first heard of unique ability, what they said was, you know when it's your, your unique ability, when you're really, really good at that thing, you could be world-class. You could be world-class if you try it hard enough and you, you wanted to give it a go. Um, but it gives you more energy when you're done doing it than when you started, okay? It gives you more energy when you're done doing it than when you started. And as soon as I started doing that, that's when I created my energy audit. We'll link up the energy audit in the show notes here. 
I did a whole episode on the energy audit and I've talked about it a lot, but you guys can find my energy audit at carrot.com forward slash energy. That's carrot.com forward slash energy. Go get the energy audit. You're going to need it for this, uh, for this week. Okay. So that's required push pause, go over to carrot.com forward slash energy and download that energy audit because you are going to need it for this week. You can't go through this week without the energy audit. Okay. So the energy audit was something that I started to implement and you'll, you'll see the instructions in there, but essentially you draw a line down the middle of the paper and uh, there's some magic. There's some magic when you draw a line down the middle of the paper because it, it creates black and white for you. It, it creates black and white. And in this case, the line down the middle of the paper, what it signifies is on the left side, I write what drains my energy. Okay. What, what am I doing right now in life? that drains my energy. It could be life, it could be business, it could be work, it could be things at home. You know, what are the things that drain my energy? Okay, when I'm done doing them, I'm like, oh man, I just, that, that kind of sucked. I got to kind of do it, I guess, but kind of sucked. On the other side of it, write out, write down all the things that give you energy. Now, here's the key to this. Okay, here's the key to this, y'all, is the things that give you energy, it doesn't necessarily mean that you are currently doing those things. Okay, so if you look at your average week, and you go, man, you know, here's the things I do on my average week that give me energy. There might be some things missing from that. You might be, you might be like, man, working out or running really gives me energy, but I just haven't done it in six months. So that stuff needs to be written down on your list. Okay, what is the stuff that gives you energy at home, at work, in life, whether you're doing them or not, especially the ones like guys, especially the ones you're not doing right now, the ones that you want to do, the ones you love to do, but for some reason you're not carving out the time, write those down. Okay, so you're gonna have a list on one side and a list on the other side, energy drainers, energy givers, okay? Um, and then on the left side, on the energy draining side of it, I want you to pick the top several things that are draining your energy uh, the most right now on a given week where you do them very, very consistently uh, pick the top couple, okay, one or two, and circle it, okay, circle that puppy, and then write how many hours a week you're investing your energy, your time, your personal energy into uh, doing that activity. So let's say this one thing is five hours and this other one's two. Cool. You got seven hours of time every single week of these things that are absolutely draining your energy that you're like, I do not want to do these things again. Now, here's kind of a, a, a mindset block I had to get over. Um, one of the things here, here's a good example. So this would have been 2015. I did my energy audit and I was getting into a spot where I just felt like, man, it's like a lot of my energy was getting draining. They're, they're getting drained. There are certain things I was really loving about my work for sure. But in general, man, I was starting to kind of slip back over to the spot where more of my week was draining my energy than giving energy. So I'm like, okay, energy audits the problem or energy audits the solution. Let's let's whip it out and figure out what it is and figure out what I need to eliminate, what I need to add. And so during that time, now writing long articles, writing long blog posts is really what built Carrot. You know, it's what got us ranked in Google for a bunch of stuff. Uh, I was the guy writing all that stuff and they'd be really long. Uh, sometimes take a full day or a half a day to write these articles because uh, they'd be two, 3,000 word articles. And, uh, and, and they, they made us money, right? That's what we were known for. There was no one else on our team that could write articles like that that would pull that result. So I kept on thinking, I'm like, man, I can't not do these. I can't stop these things because I'm good at them. You know, people tell me I'm good. The market validates that I'm good at it. Okay, other people would say, man, that's probably one of my superpowers is writing content, okay? Um, 
and it makes me money. I'm like, I can't stop that stuff. So I circled that thing as one of my primary things at this point in, in 2015 or 2016 on my energy audit. I'm like, man, this long format content, it makes us money, but it's just, it's just draining my energy right now. And I think I've told this story before, but the nexus of the nexus of this guys, I was driving on a, on a trip with my family and, um, you know, uh, it was very, very common for me to be pulling really late nights in this first year and a half to two years of carrot. And, and, and I did it in a way that, you know, I mean, I, I didn't think I was impacting my family negatively. I, I, I thought it was just impacting me. I'm like, you know what? I, I can handle this. I'm tough. I, I can work on less sleep. I can sacrifice as long as my family doesn't feel it. And, um, it's another one of those nights where I pulled a you know really late night. I pulled a two three in the morning, finishing an article that I had to get out that that Tuesday morning. Uh, and my wife and kids and I we hopped in our, our car, our Yukon XL, and drove you know uh, set out on a journey to drive three hours to my parents' house, uh, which they live over the, over the top of the Cascade Mountain Range uh, to the other side uh, of Oregon there. And it's a road I've driven a million times. It's the middle of the day. It's like two three in the afternoon. Uh, driving up in the mountains and one second I'm awake and the next second I'm not you know, and the next second I, I I just I just remember myself waking up heading towards a guardrail where there's a, r- a ravine up in the mountains on the other side of that guardrail and I woke up in just enough time to swerve the car the front bumper scraped the the guardrail um, I pull over of course just mortified because uh, in my mind, you know, I almost killed my family. I almost shoveled our family over the edge. Uh, you know, because going 65 miles an hour, that guardrail probably wouldn't help me too well, and we probably probably would have went over. And so, at that moment, guys, what happened to me was I pulled back and I said, "Whatever is causing me in my work to do this, whatever's causing me in my work to make me feel like I've got to work 60, 70, 80 hours a week to get the thing done." That's got to stop now. That's a limiting belief. If you want to go back to limiting beliefs uh, in the previous uh, episodes, then guys, that's exactly what that was for me. Hey, it's part of building a business. You're supposed to hustle and grind. I can't build a business, you know, without really hustling and grinding and working a million hours a week. That's what we, that's just what you do, right? And yeah, there are times when you've got to when you've got to really dig in. There are times when you've got to really really roll up your sleeves and get work done. But you know what? That's not sustainable. That's why they call it grinding, right? I've said this on a previous episode of the Carrotcast. They call it grinding. Um, if, if you picture two gears grinding, that's not a smooth process, right? Two gears grinding is not a smooth process. Grinding is like busting apart the gears. It's just shaving off the life of the gears. And eventually those gears wear down so much they break and they can't, they can't turn anymore. And that's what so many people are doing when they're grinding. When you're grinding, that's not something that's energy giving. Okay, people glorify the grind a lot. And Gary Vee, I love him to death. I love him to die. I went to Gary Vee's first ever paid speaking gig back in 2008. I've had many chances to sit and talk with him. He's a great dude. Okay, he's a hustler. He, he grinds, but he also gets his sleep. He gets his seven, eight, seven or eight hours of sleep. You don't see that. Okay, he is working a lot of, of, of time, but that's just where he gets his energy. He found ways in his work to make sure the work he's doing is the majority giving energy. He's not even sitting, he's not sitting down and writing articles, okay? He's not sitting down and doing a bunch of things that, that doesn't give him energy. He has people doing that stuff for him. So why do I bring this up? 
because in 2016, I did the energy audit. I discovered one of the big things that's causing me to stay up late, work long hours, that was draining my energy, that's not worth the, the health and safety of my family anymore. I never was, but I didn't realize it before, was writing articles. So I'm like, shoot, how do I get rid of this thing? So I said, if this still makes us money, I've got to make sure to find someone who's as good or better than I am at this. And I work with them to make sure I, I get as much knowledge out of my brain over to them as possible. So I found the guy uh, through my cousin, Callie. Uh, she was a ghostwriter for this guy. Come to find out, y'all, uh, he ended up being, not come to find out, after he was writing for me for about a year, he became the editor-in-chief of the Shopify Plus blog. I mean, this is a huge, huge, huge blog. Um, a big web a, a big company he became editor-in-chief of their entire content machine over there and so he was really good and so i paid him a thousand bucks an article which was crazy i thought at that time but you know what it wasn't crazy because i looked at that as gaining my energy back while still getting the result and i said if i can get that energy back if i can get that energy back imagine where i can use that energy in my in my life and business if i can get that energy back for a thousand bucks an article and i had him writing two to three articles a month sometimes four imagine where I can use that energy for good. Imagine how much energy I can give back to my kids. Imagine how much energy I can give back to my, to my team. Imagine how much energy I can give to other, probably higher leverage things for me to do than writing articles. Okay, so as long as I can strategize with him on the front end, I love that. I, strategizing gives me energy. Okay, strategizing gives me energy. And that was stuff that was on my energy giving column. Okay, strategy. Uh, coming up with marketing strategy. Coming up with business strategy. Walking in you know, to a room with a whiteboard and whiteboarding the crap out of stuff and then leaving and then other people executing it. Uh, yeah, coaching entrepreneurs, doing podcasts, talking to people. And so as I started to look at that list, I'm like, cool, I'm, I'm getting rid of blog posts for me. What parts of blog posts give me energy, give me personal energy? It's the strategy part. Cool, I'm going to keep that part of it, and which, which is good because the new writer is going to need that anyway to make the articles really good. Awesome, we got that taken care of. So what else can I get rid of? Okay, there's this other thing I can get rid of. Cool. Now, what am I going to add into my life and into my day now that I'm getting rid of those other things? Now that I'm getting rid of that eight hours a week that I was spending doing the articles and doing this other stuff, what am I going to be adding in in place? And I said, you know what? One thing that gives me a lot of energy and I feel makes a great impact is podcasts. Is every time I've hopped on a podcast, I've really enjoyed it. I enjoy the craft of it. I enjoy that the act of me finding my voice on a podcast, the more that I start to talk about a topic passionately, the more that I, I start to discover frameworks, and I start to discover better ways to explain things, uh, the better I can kind of give insight to my own journey, uh, that it's kind of therapeutic for me. I love it, it gives me energy, but also I absolutely love the comments that I get from people about how I'm impacting you, how through following my journey and, and the struggles and wins I'm seeing on my end as an entrepreneur, how you guys are learning from that, how you guys are changing your business, how you guys are changing your lives, okay? So that's what I did. I said, you know what? I'm gonna fully go after energy and, and impact this next year. I started a podcast, this podcast you're listening to right now, The Carrotcast, which has been downloaded hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands of times, okay? That thing gives me more energy than, than, than a lot of things. I started doing a lot more things around strategy. I said, cool, if I'm not gonna work 60, 70, 80 hours a week, how am I still gonna grow this business? Well, I've gotta hire a team, great. I'm gonna hire the team to do the work that drags me down and I'm gonna do the work that gives me energy, the, the, the strategy side of things, okay? I'm gonna go in there and be a visionary, that gives me energy. 
Okay, so why am I talking about the energy audit? Why am I talking about energy so much? Because when you work towards your energy this next year, when you start to look at this next year and go, where am I gonna invest my time? You should be investing more of your time in spots that give you energy because when you do that, your income goes up. When you do that, your impact goes up in the world. When you focus on the things that give you the most energy, your impact will go up. So I want you to do the energy audit this week, pull out the energy audit, print it off. You've got to print it off. Don't do it in, don't do it on, on digital format. Print the darn thing off because there's something special about writing stuff down, physically circling things. Okay, so print off the energy audit. Just go to carrot.com forward slash energy, print the energy audit off, print off a whole stack of them. You put them in your office, print off a whole stack, five, 10, 15, 20 energy audits, put them in your office like I've got where anytime you feel like you're getting dragged down, anytime you feel like you're not making your greatest contribution, anytime you feel more weeks than not in a quarter drained your energy than gave your energy, the key is pulling out the energy audit and doing exactly what I did. The last part that I didn't, I didn't talk about in the energy audit is at the bottom of the page, there's a ratio and you can't move what's not measured. You can't move what's not measured. You can't improve what's not measured, okay? So at the bottom of it, I help you measure it. So every time every time you do an energy audit, I want you to, to give a quick little a barometer. Hey, what percentage of my week is energy draining versus energy giving? Uh, when I started, the first time I ever did my energy audit when I invented this, it was like 80% energy draining, 20% energy giving. In 2016, when I redid it, um, around the time when I almost ran my family off the road, it was probably... 50 50 maybe 60 40 i think where where you really want to be y'all with the ener your energy audit to be in like real flow is you really want to be over 60 40 over 60 percent of your of your week gives you energy okay 40 percent or less drains it the higher the better the ratio the better for you okay so do that guys do the energy audit treat it seriously and start to visualize where do you want your time to go this next year the reason i want you to do the energy audit now it's because as we start to map out your objectives for the next year, as we start to map out the specific things you're gonna do, what are you gonna do, how are you gonna build your team, you need to look at what am I gonna do and what gives me energy, what am I gonna go all in, and what am I not gonna do this next year that I've been doing in the past that drains my energy, okay? So last part, guys, I want you to think about is now that you're gonna have this newfound energy, all this time that you're gonna be having because you're gonna be creating, you know, delegating things that drain your energy to other people or, or saying I'm not gonna do those things anymore, how are you going to make an impact? What impact do you want to make in the world? What impact do you want to make with your business? What's that dream for you? Okay. You don't have to know right now, but you should at least set some sort of direction. And I'll give you an example. Uh, as soon as I started to do that and gain back more of my energy, my vision got bigger, right? My ability to think and expand it in a big way. And so what I started to do is I said, man, like, how can we really impact the world with this company? We, we built something that's really, really cool, but how can we impact the world with it? And I was kind of like pressuring myself because you see all those social enterprises out there like Tom's Shoes or Warby Parker, whatever the heck it's called, uh, where they give a pair of shoes away for every pair of shoes that's bought. And that's amazing. That's awesome. And I was kind of like beating my head over the wall trying to find my Tom's Shoes moment, right? It's like, what's my Tom's Shoes equivalent of that? What, am I going to give away like, what are we going to give away when people do this thing, right? And we couldn't, we couldn't come up with like the perfect idea. So what happened was we just didn't do, you know, we, we, we didn't do, we, we kept on saying, well, we're gonna do this, we wanna do this, but we didn't do because we were looking for the perfect idea for our contribution, the perfect idea for our mission, the perfect idea for where we're gonna donate money. And eventually when I wrote that down, I said, you know what? The best way to find what you wanna do is to by starting. 
is, is by starting. The best way to find what you want to do, y'all, and what you don't want to do is just by starting and doing something. Because then you can pretty quickly rule things in and rule things out. Well, we did that, but I don't really like that per se. So I won't do that anymore, but let me try this other thing. But the more that you're trying to th- sit back and wait for the perfect idea to come, the less you're going to do and the longer it's going to take for you to actually find the thing that resonates with you most. So we just said, you know what? We love our core values here at Carrot. Let's carve out 1% of our gross revenue every quarter. And let's basically give 1% of the gross revenue to causes that amplify our core values, causes that we're passionate about, causes that don't have to do anything with a, a perfect, you know, cause that we can even like say, hey, every dollar from carrot goes to this. Maybe we'll get there someday. But we just want to put, be putting money and resources and our time into causes that are amazing and that amplify our core values of positivity, of gratitude, of continual improvement, uh, of, of, of showing amazing service, things like that. So the second we started to do that, we found more and more purpose. We found purpose in, in helping organizations. We found purpose in a lot of different things, y'all. So where do you guys want to make your impact this next year? How are you going to make your impact with the newfound energy? Go to the energy at it, y'all. Please give a rating and review on this podcast in Apple iTunes. And um, guys, I would appreciate the heck if you'd share this series with somebody else. If you know someone who could benefit from um, really prepping for a better year this next year, if you know someone who could use a mindset shift, you know someone who want, who's already successful, but you know what? You know that they've got even bigger in them if they were able to think bigger and have a good structure for doing that. Send them over to this podcast. Let them know, hey, listen to these eight eight podcasts. Uh, we're in podcast number four, three or four right now, I think. Listen to these eight. It's going to completely, completely change your year if you listen to them. Okay, guys, care.com forward slash energy. Download the energy audit, print it off, do the energy audit. Let me know in the reviews. Let me know in comments. Direct message me on Instagram what your energy audit turned out to be. Even take a picture of it and send it to me. I'd be glad to take a look at it and pop you back a reply. Follow me on Instagram, trevor.mock, M-A-U-C-H, trevor.mock. I document a lot of behind the scenes stuff over there and what I'm doing. Trevor.mock, love to see you over there, guys. Talk soon.